It took some piloting to maneuver around some gnarly storms, but finally the crew of the Bizarre Encounter has touched down on Kizor 4 in the terraforming camp terraforming camp of the Kerensky Watanabe Corporation lays before them. With no sign of any of the crew to be seen and the ground soggy from the storms, Akam and Tally scout within and around the camp while Lemon and Brasha start picking through the various compartments of the camp starship, which appears to have been disassembled into six distinct shipping container-like workstations. Two such compartments so far have been picked through, one being a family's living quarters that seems to have uh, housed the Isoki uh, brood, uh, the other a well-maintained hydroponics lab. Every door of the buildings so far have been beaten and broken open with little sign of what's the cause. After doing a few laps around the camp, speedster Akim Razur is sat on the edge of a 20-foot chasm with his flashlight dangling dangling from an indeterminate length of string. Tally, with Hobgoblin's Koof and Sig in tow, has spotted the unmistakable signs of tire treads going away from the camp in a northerly direction. And right as we ended, Rasha walked up to a sort of garage, the contents of which were knocked all around like they have been elsewhere. But from above, a figure has dropped to the ground, stood, and is now pointing a strange pistol right at the good captain's feline face. What do you do? Take it. You should take it like a boss. It's it's written on the map, honest. I go, oh dear, I say, oh dear. <laughs> So st standing in front of you, uh, Brasha, uh, pushing seven feet tall, this uh, very robot-like, robotic-like figure stands. Uh, it doesn't ha really have a humanoid face. It just has kind of a bug zapper interior kind of situation going. But he's uh, standing in front of you, and he's got a what looks to be like a uh, like a Western revolver pistol with uh, techie and magicy bits kind of swirling around it. Uh, Brasha's eyes go from the gun to this strange creature, back to the gun, back to the strange creature, and in his mind, he's just thinking how much he wants to tear both of them apart and see how they work. Um, <laughs> Psycho. <laughs> well, put them back together. Probably. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's actually a legitimate uh, 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 psychological issue. <laughs> it's more like a compulsion than an issue, I would say. Uh, no, no, it's usually an issue for the people you're doing it to. We'll be fine, probably. Uh, you're standing there and you're looking from the gun to them to them to the gun, and uh, yeah, and. Uh, I'll kind of like show my hands like I'm not holding a weapon or anything and I say uh, uh hello there we weren't expecting well we were expecting someone but not you right you'll be a pirate then <laughs> of course not uh we are starfinders and we are carrying some equipment for the crew at this camp, but uh, we don't see any actual crew. Is that you? Uh, we weren't informed about 
stay. Robot man droid. SRO. I'm an SRO. Uh, you were sent here, but you don't know my name. Uh, can I check through the uh quick the list yeah, of quick, people that were supposed yeah, to be quick, here? Yeah, quick, yeah, quick meta thing. There was an SRO. Uh, you you have the whole compliment. Uh, his listed in the information that I totally gave you guys. <clears throat> yeah. uh, his name was Fortin Fortinbras. I must have lost that email. The, the, the gap <laughs> is a mystery that leads to many roads that lead to Rome. I'm pretty sure Brasha very specifically did not look at any of the people who were supposed to be here. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, we um, got the yeah that we did get an SRO, but did anyone actually read it? And the answer is probably no. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I would say that like... most likely Lemon would have read it, but as a player, I don't recall this. I, I may have <laughs> neglected to uh, send it. I think he did. I don't would, recover. Would have been this. in Discord? Oh, yeah, no, I definitely did not send it. Uh, I'm just okay. being coy as to how uh, useless of a GM I am. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> you, you were given the rundown. Uh, right now, it's just Brasha in this thing. Thing. Yeah, so uh, he'll he'll kind of like scroll through his little uh, data pad and be like, "Oh yes, <laughs> I see you here. Are you uh, Fortnite balls? No, hold on. Sorry, Smudge. <laughs> F R something brass. Sorry. Yes, Fortin Brass. That's me. Fortin Brass, <laughs> pilot of the Keysword. Yes. Who were you sent by? Uh, yes, we met with Tama Watanabe not too long ago. Uh, however long our drift, drift travel was, uh, four or five days, maybe. Uh, you know, time gets a little wonky, but... Uh, yes, we were sent with some supplies for you. We were told that you hadn't made contact with them in a while. No, as you can see, and he, uh... Uh, withdraws his pistol and secures it it's uh uh he he puts his hands up in like a conciliatory all is good no he we encountered some problems and the atmosphere wouldn't let us transmit uh you made it here in four or five days from packed world your ship must be quite fast it took us nearly a month well, it's nothing to be embarrassed about. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, I would be, but, uh, you know, I, I'm sure you had much more stuff to haul um, than we did, so. Aye, that's fair. Uh, you say you're Starfinders. I'd like to meet you all. Uh, and if I may suggest, power down all of your ship systems while you can. That's part of the reason my crew is unavailable and he's uh stepping out of the garage and he's uh looking around and uh all of you give me uh except for Brasha of course give me a perception check that's a six okay and I'm standing in the middle of the field so it's even better <laughs> okay jeez 
16. Okay, yeah, you all see this. This wasn't very difficult, but uh, you, you stand, uh, Occam and Lemon, you, you see immediately movement, and uh, out from the garage uh, steps out a seven-foot-tall SRO. Tally, you're standing there. You were looking at the uh, tire treads going north, and uh, you don't so much see that happen immediately. First, you see the hobgoblins kind of tense up and look over towards the west what we'll call West. Um, and you'll see that as well. And uh, the uh, this, and I posted it in uh, Discord if you want to see what art I'm using for him. Um, this seven foot tall robot creature uh, has uh, standing outside and he beckons you all. Uh, uh, Starfinders, please uh, uh, attend here. I have much to talk about. I'll come over. <clears throat> I will just inquisitively look at the one that I, the door that I'm standing at, and then head over. Okay. Akim, you were uh, dangling your feet over a chasm with a bit of rope, string. Yeah, uh, I'll. If there doesn't seem to be any like, you know, booms, blasts, or pows, uh, I'll get up and. No, no, it's uh, it's it's a very overcast. Uh, it's it's just it's not even midday. The uh, the sun isn't uh, has not. No, I meant like nobody was shooting. Yeah, no, I was setting the scene because I haven't really set. Oh, the... I'm sorry. You're good. Uh, no, no explosions or anything. It's it's an overcast day. The uh, blue sun above hasn't quite hit its zenith. It it kind of has a nice filtering effect uh, on the atmosphere and the skies here. Uh, I don't have the scientific knowledge, uh, or does NASA really? So I can't be uh, called out if I'm wrong. But everything kind of has like a pale blue tinge to everything, and uh, overcast, stormy clouds above. You, you can squish across the the, the muddy ground towards uh, this SRO if you like. But I don't want to tell you what your character's doing. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll head that way. Okay. Uh, Karina follows a few paces behind. She still has uh, the rifle out, but uh, the SRO looks at you all. Uh, uh, greetings, Starfinders. I'm Fortinbras, the pilot of the Kizor. Uh, I'm grateful you're here. And he kind of like looks, uh, he doesn't have eyes or anything, but uh, the, <laughs> the uh, uh, bug zapper like face. Uh, kind of turns to you all in turn as he uh, observes you. You looked at like you could handle yourselves. My crewmates were all taken some time ago. How long ago? And by what? And where? Shit, what is with that hole over there? Dude. Uh, yes. Uh, all, all good questions. Yes. Uh, the hole was the place where our bridge station used to be, but two weeks ago, the ground opened up beneath it and it collapsed. Uh, I do not know by what I was taken unawares as I was doing repairs to my Jeep. Uh, they, they brained me from behind and made off with uh, all but the wings. So you didn't see anything? I did 
didn't know. I'm af- I'm afraid they hit me from behind while I was underneath my jeep and doing some repairs from the day's travels. They 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 stunned me. <laughs> to be a little meta. Uh, <laughs> and when I was awakened, I saw no signs of them. You don't know anything. Ah, uh, shame. There's nothing. Is there anything more you can all about it? I, I'm afraid no. The, the children, the Waynes, they were stored aboard the jeep and I sent them away. Oh, uh, speaking of, and uh, he's going to kind of go to a, a gauntlet or his gauntlet and he's going to uh, push a few keys. Ah, that's the callback. I got wind of your ships communicate via the sortwave radio. That's why I feared pirates. Uh, apologies. Uh, he kind of inclines his head towards you, Brasha. Um, and forgive my rudeness. You are Starfinders, yes. Tell me your names. You may call me Captain Brasha of the Bizarre Encounter. And I'm Tally. Akim. I am not a Starfinder. And the one way over there... With the bright yellow hair. I am Lemon. Uh, it is. I am glad to see that you are all right. And can you tell us? Do you know if the other, uh, uh, the other individuals that were here, do you know if they are all right or in immediate danger? The best I can figure that they were taken back down to the hole that opened up. Uh, I see no signs. We we scouted for days, and there is no sign of their travel. They must have burrowed up under our camp, seized all of my companions, and left. Had a game question. When he said we, Mm -hmm. uh, does it sound like he's indicating that there's more than him Mm -hmm. uh, that was searching, or is he just using it as a particular type of pronoun? No, no, definitely uh, there is a we. Okay. Can I do a quick sense motive to see if he's hiding anything? Sure. Uh, 16, 26, 27. Uh, he is being uh, forthright. Uh, he is being completely honest. He, he's, <clears throat> look, look, uh, you can't really tell. He doesn't have physiological features like uh, typical humanoids. The SROs, and this is kind of a basic thing. I'm not going to ask for a check on this. SROs are sentient robotic organisms. They have souls. They're just advanced robots whose uh, complexity was so advanced that souls were attracted to the forms and they they are sentient. They are recognized as citizens in the packed worlds, but there are still lingering uh, wariness about uh, their mechanical nature. So you look at him, you, you can't see like facial tics, you can't really see, uh, you know, eyebrow twitches, but you, he's just standing there, stock still, gun put away. Um, he does look quite a bit cosmetically damaged, like, you know, battered chassis and armor plating and all that, but he is uh, in decent repair. But all of his words are spoken of someone who just is at a loss uh, at, at a loss as in like 
unsure, not, you know. Right, right, def- right. Okay. No, I was going to ask him something. I was going to point out. So, so the tracks that are leading the way over there, the, so those are your Jeep, and I assume you made them when you went to go look then? Yes, I actually just recalled them. The uh, They should arrive in a few minutes. When I got word that a shortwave radio transmission was picked up by the radio, uh, we have very rudimentary equipment at this point. They snatched and smashed, and I'm not much of a healer. I, I sent the Waynes away, and uh, they should be back. How many more are you? It's just me and the three young ones. So the kids? I yes, the, the children, yes. Uh, Chim Ka and Surprise. They uh, were able to hide themselves in the skirmish. Uh, so I've been tending to their needs these past two weeks. Uh, but, but please, uh, I do not... Oh, uh, you said you were Captain Brasha. I, I must impress upon you, you should power down all ship's functions because I I have a suspicion that the beings that took my crew found us by tracking either computer systems or our power core. That is an interesting idea. All right. Uh, mm-hmm. For now, crew. Um, yeah. uh, Akim, first of all, are you going to be able to get the message back to Watanabe? Do you think from here? Yeah, probably. I've got the beacon set up, so it should be able to send some signal. No guarantee that it'll be a fast send, though. Uh, that's fine. Uh... But I want to get word to her as soon as possible. Uh, And I think our relays are going to be faster than what they have here. Um... Yeah, probably a whole lot faster than nothing. (laughs) Uh, Once the children get back, Tally, can you watch over Mm -hmm. them? Make sure nothing happens to them. Yes, certainly will. Perfect. Uh, Fortinbras, you have no idea what we might be up against? Numbers, forms, anything like that? Uh, you, you look at the ground, there's no, there's no way we could track, there's, it's, it's too, and he's like, kind of like doing like the, the wine squishing thing in the mud. Uh, I was not able to track their feet patterns. Uh, I, I heard no voices. I was I was tending to my repairs and I was struck. But uh, they must be at least formidable enough to sneak up and brain me from behind uh, and strong enough to subdue to uh, four grown adults. Well, the element of surprise can often be a huge turn in a battle. Yes. Uh, I would say our two options are uh, look for, you know, your people underground where they're going to have the advantage, or we draw them here. We can try to draw them here, but that's not, it's no guarantee they're going to come here. 
sector. And if they don't, then uh, we might have lost a little bit of time, but we can spend that time unloading the ship, which we were going to do anyway. That is fair. Um, I've been letting them talk. We'll actually go to... We'll uh, kind of step away for a moment. And... Uh, I'm going to... Um, you know, I'll actually wait. Never mind, because it's probably going to be a little while. Um, um, actually, I'll ask instead. So you believe that your mechanism, ship's components, drew whatever it is that's burrowed underground to you? I, I, I do. I, I've had time to think, and the where they dug out from was right underneath. You look and. What stood there was just another container like we have here. It was pulled down somehow. Uh, I, I did hear that after the fact as it was falling, but they must have burrowed up. That's my best thinking at this point. There's not much living life we've done. We've been here three months without any incident. There's, we've been doing regular patrols in the exploration buggy and we've seen no signs of civilization or indeed much other life more advanced than insectoid pollinators. You've been here three months and you hadn't seen anything else. Mm-mm. Do you, were you doing anything in particular uh, just before they arrived? Drilling, noise? Uh, not that I am aware we it's been pretty standard. We go out, we collect. We uh, knew we would be some time before we could get back to space and send a message through the drift, but we had tech samples being sent. We were using a local infosphere that was used as our cloud of information gathering, but nothing pervasive. We were just driving on the surface. We had no reason to dig. We had no reason to burrow or mine. We're just here to collect research samples for a possible colonizing effort. May I observe the samples, please? Uh, please, this way. And he is going to uh, go across uh, this little field here and go to the uh, container I have uh moved the token to and uh this is our sample storage we took soil samples we took uh sensor readings of the air of the earth of the water um and you go inside and it's it's fairly ransacked but the uh it's kind of like a techie ver uh what a little more techie version of a card catalog system, just a small vials, small uh, containers of various samples. Uh, you see grass clippings, you see dug up grass clumps, you see just soil, you see certain rocks. Uh, but so that's all you What see. I'm actually going to look for is, do I see anything that is quote unquote missing? Like, you know, okay this area would have been holding the grass clippings or this area would have hold sample or swamp water, uh, but it's missing. Do I see mm, anything that's actually missing? Give me a perception check. That was a bad rule. That's a 20. 
Uh, no, uh, you know, things are shoved around, but, you know, nothing is torn apart like you saw in the, uh, the living quarters. It's just, uh, things are shoved around, uh, papers are kind of flung around, uh, the, the kind of low couch that was in here is, was kind of smashed, but it's not, everything seems to be here. Uh, some effort seems to have been in taken into tidying up this area. But uh, you, with that perception, uh, you do know that uh, both doors are wide open. Is there evidence of... So, um, have we seen any form of footprints from these uh, assailants uh, in any of the cabins? Like, you know, because they, they dug up. I'm wondering if there's any indentations, mm. uh, marks from where they were walking, anything like that to identify if they are barefoot or if they are wearing some type of treaded uh, uh you know for better lack of a better word shoe sure uh, uh no uh you you look around you see uh no signs of that you do see the what you, you do see some muddy prints here and there but you look over at Fortin brass uh and realize it's been two weeks he's been walking okay. he's uh, with the, with the twenty, you surmise you know if there was a crime scene, he has definitely contaminated it just by living, okay. you know, just by going around. Uh, but no, you don't you don't see any signs of uh, uh, footprints other than what Fortinbras would have left behind. Did they take anything else? Uh, every data pad, every computer terminal we had that wasn't in the bridge that were in the other compartments was all taken um we had a small cache of cheap protection uh survival rifles that was you know taken down um but nothing really of note uh they, they left all the paperwork uh all of our findings are fine but all of uh Everything powered was taken. All right. Um, I'll head back to the group. Okay. Uh, so, what's Occam doing? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Um, no, go ahead. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, I just want to touch base with uh, Occam. Uh, is my voice normal? Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to... Well. Uh-huh. Um, ah. I want to... Uh go back to the ship and get it off the fucking ground. Okay. You spend a moment to power up uh, Are you mean your ship, right? Uh, I mean, my ship's in the other ship. I'm going to get the other ship off the ground because okay. I don't want it getting turned into a tunnel full of jagged metal. Okay, fair. Uh, I can't yeah. fit everybody else in my ship. True. Okay, I just didn't know how forward you were being with uh, liberties being taken. Uh, so uh, l- let me do this. So Brasha, while you're uh, while while Lemon is uh, off speaking with uh, Fortinbras, uh, Occam starts to board the ship. I mean, you you left the ship on; it was still running when you guys landed. What's Brasha yeah. doing? Um. Hmm. Uh, actually, Brasha's gonna go over to the uh, the two hobgoblins. Okay, uh, they are Sig and Gabo. Koof. Uh, <laughs> they are kind of 
their their heads are on like swivels now when uh, they were kind of like hanging behind everything while all their conversation was happening and uh, they're like looking around kind of skittish right now but they're just standing there as you walk up to them okay uh, <clears throat> I'll say uh, so you two uh, there might be a fight coming up and I'm not entirely certain if I want you helping us with it or if I want to lock you guys up on the ship uh Koof oh sorry go ahead I was just gonna say uh, what do you think Sig kind of perks up at this uh we're not gonna go anywhere. We're gonna help. You know, if people are gonna attack, we're gonna defend ourselves. If you'll let us, you've been all right. You know, Lemon's been good to us. And uh, you're looking at him. It's been an, an additional four days since you had your uh, first or your your last real encounter with these two. Uh, they've gotten uh, some decent meals out of the synthesizer. They, they're looking a little more, a, a little less like a uh, infomercial about sending money to the uh, Hobgoblin Empire. Uh, they're, they're looking a little more full out, fleshed out. You know, they're, they're looking a little more energetic. And uh, Koof is glowering a bit. Yeah, I told you I want to fight. Give me something to fight and I'll fight it. Well, okay then. <clears throat> he kind of starts rummaging through his backpack. Uh, deciding what I actually want to give them as far as weaponry. Sure. Um, so I'm going to uh, pull out my rotating pistol and give it to Sig and say, uh, this is going to have a bit more kick than you might be used to. So aim twice, shoot once with it, okay? Uh, he accepts it. Uh Gives it a look, rotating pistol, you say? Mm-hmm. Okay. How much damage does that do? Deals 2d4. Half of it is going to be fiery. Okay. Uh, crit is knockdown. And oh, good one. bonus damage from the crit is also going to be fire damage. Okay. All right, yeah, he, he takes it. He kind of, like, looks down the site. Uh, and he holds it with two hands, and uh, he's just looking around, and he takes a few steps away from you, and he's just looking, kind of like a, a investigating uh, cop looking around, and he's just looking up, looking around. His eyes keep going back to that hole, but uh, yeah, you see that. Uh, digging through your backpack, Akin walks past you and walks onto the ship. What else do you want to do? Uh, and Gabo, you said... All you would need is a knife, right? Well, I could do more damage if you give me something more powerful, but if you're worried I'll turn on you and want to knock my legs out from under me, I'll take a knife. Uh, I kind of consider giving him just a knife, but I'll, uh, I'll hand him my plasma kukri. Uh, oh. <clears throat> so, yeah. All right. Well, it's a little better than a knife, at least. Uh, he takes it. He doesn't power it on, 
but uh, he takes it and he kind of gives a couple uh, uh, pretty impressive, like, you know, twirling moment there. And uh, he's, he's got it and he's uh, he's kind of walking uh, around the, per- he's going to like kind of move towards the, uh, the perimeter area. And he just gives you a nod and he's uh, got a, like a shit eating grin on his face. He's, he's looking fit to kill. Cool. Uh, what does that damage do? It's one d four, electrical and fire, with the wound critical. Thank you. I'll just kind of uh, waggle my finger at them a little bit and be like, "And remember, if you do try to attack us, or the SRO, or the children, I'm feeding you two to tally." And that is perfect timing because I wanted to see uh, what Tally is making of all this scene. People are kind of splitting off and going about their tasks. Uh, your, yeah. your, uh, the people that were following you have been given deadly weapons. What, what, what's Tally? What's Tally feeling right now, too? Let me get. Let me get that. I, I want to go down that damn hole and find and and murder. <laughs> well, may not murder, but I want to find the the family. I want to find these people. Sure. You know, reasons. There are reasons. Uh, she looked very relieved when she heard the children. Uh, there were children because she didn't actually see inside that uh, <laughs> the, where they were staying, so she didn't actually know they were there. But she heard it was relieved that there were children and they got away. Mm-hmm. Uh, give so, me a perception check. Um, anyone okay. else? Anyone outside it. the ship can. Oh, give it hey, to me. that's good. It's a fifteen. Okay, uh, as, as you're looking around, everyone's spread out doing their thing. You hear uh, kind of a, a high hum coming from the north, and kind of, kind of hidden amongst all the mud, uh, there is a uh, a vehicle trudging through, struggling at parts as you look around, and that's why you hear the high hum as it's trying to force its way through the mud. A, uh, a vehicle comes uh, screaming in to the camp. It looks like the Jeep. Oh, nice. It looks like the Jeep. Uh, uh, I love uh, that picture, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> the Jurassic Park Jeep. Yeah, I, I, it was intentional. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, this thing comes up and uh, it stopped. It like kind of it, you hear brakes get applied and you just see it stop accelerating. You stop hearing the hum, but with the mud, it, it now makes uh, mud tracks as it slides in the mud towards you uh, and it stops a, a few feet in front of you. You're, you're fine. But uh, looking. Oh, well done. Look, probably like. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah, you're fine. Um, yeah, right there is perfect. Yeah. This thing stops right in front of you and uh, this thing's covered in mud. It's wheels are, uh, looking pretty rough um, but through the windshield what little bit that you can see through the windshield through the mud for the, all the mud on it uh, you see a uh, an Isoki face kind of looking at you blinking I wave hello uh, tiny little hand comes up and the door opens and you hear splash 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 as uh, three very small Isoki trudged through the mud 
right up to you. I don't have icons for these. Just uh, imagine a uh, uh, two and a half foot tall, a two foot tall, and a, a foot and a half tall little rat folk person kind of squishing right up to you. Hi. My name is Tally. Uh, who are you? The, the the two little ones uh, gawk up at you. They they mouths drop, staring up at you. The uh, the taller one, <laughs> nice, uh, takes a step forward uh, and, and gives a, a little bow. I'm Chin. This is my brother. Ka and surprise. Surprise. One of your names is Surprise? Mom and Dad weren't expecting him. I see. And uh, the littlest one is... They're, they're looking up at you, but they, they kind of have like a... I don't, I don't know what a, a rat folk uh, bag under their eyes look like, but they are... They look a little ragged. Ratty, even. Uh, they're, they're, they're all covered in mud. Uh... And they're just kind of shivering in the kind of cool air right now. We are, uh, me and my friends are here to help you, actually. Uh, we came to bring some supplies and, well, found that, uh, found this. Did you see anything when it happened? Uh, they, they all kind of uh, shuffle a little bit. No, no, ma'am. Uh, when... Mom said to hide. We, we, we hid. We hid good and they didn't find us. Uncle Forty has been taking care of us. Uncle Forty's doing a good job. I'm actually gonna, I'm actually gonna kind of, I know it's muddy, but what the hell do I care? I actually kind of crouch down more to their level okay. as much as I can, considering only what I have to do when I have to be tall. Yep. Um, so... Well, we're here to help. We want to see if we can find your parents and anyone else in this camp. Because you have no idea where they took them or you don't, you didn't see what attack. No, we didn't, but mom and dad heard something and we, we know where to hide. We, we, we didn't, we were, we took drills. Uh, we, it was a long trip to get here and we, we knew, uh, you know, when to hide, we had secret codes and we had little hiding compartments in our in our living quarters, but there was a, a loud bang, uh, some mom and dad shouting, but they, they were quiet and then nothing. I kind of look with, uh, look at them with sympathy. Well, um, I'm gonna go take a look at the hole. Do you want to come with? No, I don't. I, I, I'd rather, I'd rather not, ma'am. The hole scares me, and if what took I'd... mom and dad are there, I'd, I've, I've been. Why does the hole scare you? Just because mom and dad might be down there, and whatever took them is there. Or right. do you know anything else about the hole? No, that's that's where the captain would 
do his reports and stuff and where we have our meetings and it, it's gone and mom and dad are gone and I don't I don't want to go over there okay no that's okay um I may go over there to go take a look around Hey, okay. hey, hey, Lemon. So I'm assuming at that point I'll be uh, mm -hmm. done I... uh, checking the place out, right? Mm hmm. Okay. Uh, I will respond yes, Tally. Lemon, do you want to watch these three for a few minutes? And three? I'm, I will. Yeah, these, th these three. This is Champ and Ka and Surprise. So I'll, I guess I'll like wander over, obviously, and check out what's going on. I'm like, uh, hello, little ones. I hope you have been well. This is Lemon. Uh, the, yep. the two smallest ones don't say anything, but uh, Chim uh, looks up to you, looks up at you, and says, uh, "Hey, hey, Mister, you're not, you're not real protected, are you?" Actually, I am more protected. Than you might think. I am protected by my faith of Serenray. Oh, we studied him. Serenray's, you mean her? I, I try. I don't know all of them. I just think it's weird you're not wearing armor like she is. She looks like she can protect us. How are, how are you going to defend yourself? He does. Defend myself in various ways. Hopefully, this will not have to happen, though. Hopefully, we will be able to deal with this with as little violence as possible. Um, actually, I, one moment. And I will go on calm so everyone can hear me. I try um, not to laugh, by the way. I'm trying not to <laughs> laugh at that, that statement without violence. Um, I will go on comms and state. So I have checked out a couple, uh, one of the rooms to see if there was anything uh, interest taken from their samples. Uh, I didn't see anything that seemed to be out of place or missing, but after speaking with uh, our uh, robotic friend, it appears that they took all electronics and a stash of weapons. Given the ingenuity of how they dug up, and the fact that they took all powered uh, components, I would assume that whomever we are facing against has more than rudimentary intelligence and is most likely fairly organized. We are most likely not fighting beasts or just mindless animals. I wouldn't think so. Cool. And with that... Well, I'm getting the ships off the ground. You guys have been picking up on all my cues. You're fucking awesome. So yes, <laughs> Akim, you are on the ship and uh, you all hear him say this. You can lift off with no problem uh, unless anyone wants to interject with him as the ship kind of begins to raise itself out of the mud. Nope. There's nothing on the surface, so they most likely are not used to dealing with uh, airborne ve vehicles, so that shouldn't be a problem. Um, yeah, so I just let it go. I'm just, I'm kind of muttering to myself. Sure. Uh, Brasha, are you reacting to your ship being uh, lifted up out of the mud by your friend? Hmm. Uh, he doesn't really have a problem with that, but he will say, uh, oh, I was 
kind of hoping while we were waiting uh, we might be able to unload some of the goods from the ship, but that's fine. Would you rather rather them get unloaded into a hole in the ground? Mm, Technically, that would complete the contract. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Prasha, roll me an intelligence check real quick. Absolutely not. Uh, yeah. Six? Uh, okay. Well, this is a very dumb idea. You rolled a very dumb check. Uh, if Akim were to, uh, lift the nose 45 degrees and open the cargo door, you could unload much quicker. (laughs) I mean, yeah, in theory. I'm saying I'll allow it. Do we want? Yeah, uh, wait. Yeah, well, and what shape will the stuff be in? He's not high up. No, I'm I'm just I'm giving you this option if you want to just have him wheelbarrow this stuff out. It's all in protective cases. Oh lord. Entirely up to you, and I'm not. You do however you want to do. I just. uh... Brasha, I can feel you being stupid. The answer is no. Whatever it is. (laughs) Wow. But you say that about all of my ideas. And all of my ideas have turned out fantastic. All of them? Literally every <laughs> single one. Uh, no, that's fine. Take off. Uh, uh, goldenrod. No. Sorry. Uh, Fortinbras. Ah, yes. Um, Goldenrod. Do you think that if our ship is off the ground, it would still attract them? Do you think it might be that they have some sort of scanner that can tell? Your guess is as good as mine. I don't know. I just know that's where they focus their assault on our camp. Uh, They haven't bothered with the, the buggy. So either the buggy is not powerful enough for their scanner or they have what they need. I, I don't have any more information for you. I also didn't bother with you, which seems strange to me. But, okay. Uh, Akim, you're cleared for takeoff, I suppose. But uh, if you see any storms coming in, you're going to want to land and shut down immediately. I Uh, took off two minutes ago, and we have shields. Yeah, believe me, shields will not last long in an electromagnetic storm. Sean, are you driving up? Uh, Are you flying uh, up into the atmosphere? I, I'm gonna make a physical science check right quick. Sure. That that's not a good So I don't know that I could probably just shoot a nuke into the storm and clear it. Um okay, I'm just gonna raise up. And I said I said that all with the fucking radio. Yeah, voice, you I guess. Did. yeah it's you all did. good. Well, it's fine. Hi everybody, this is the voice that was supposed to be in. Hi, Sean. We'll see. I guess. Maybe I'm fast enough to outrun lightning, but you got a shitty engine, so. Uh, Brush disconnects from uh, his <laughs> his like open call and goes, "That man might be the dumbest pilot I've ever met." <laughs> <laughs> Very good. We're not within earshot of you unless you moved from your location on the 
Bracha. Bracha. You hung up, didn't you? Fuck you, Bracha. Fuck you. Bracha's busy investigating uh, the tech workshop-esque area in this container and seeing if there's any worthwhile tools in it. Uh, there are standard uh, vehicle repair tools. There are the the equivalent of tool kits. Uh, I can pull up what kind those are real quick. But uh, basic uh, garage, you know, basic torches. Tool kit, not mule kit. Mule kits. Yes, a bunch of Moscow mule kits. Oh, delicious. Mm. Uh, so... There are uh, professionals' toolkits of repairmen, uh, engineering toolkits, navigators' toolkits, and just a, a plethora of uh, various tools used for uh, repairs. Uh, okay. He's kind of looking over everything and comparing them to the tools that he already has. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, yours are all either handmade or your, yours are all better. These are all, like, very mass-produced. They have the Stanley brand equivalent in Starfinder right now. Well, imagine not even buying Milwaukee, idiots. I'm, I'm shitting on Walmart brand because I know Walmart brand generic tool companies because I'm <laughs> that guy. Uh, so, yeah, nothing is, I mean, it's all functional. There's nothing wrong with it. But uh, basically everything you have would be better. Cool, cool. I mean, you don't have any of these toolkits, so if you wanted to take a toolkit, you would have that, and that would be helpful for things, but it's just Actually, a standard... you have an engineer's toolkit. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, I think that's the one I, okay. the one I have. Cool. But, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, so he'll kind of be looking around at everything and call up to Fortinbras. Uh, hey, Fortinbras, uh, come over here for a bit. Squish, 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 squish. Uh, walks up to you. I what uh, can I do for you? Brush is holding like one of the torches and a wrench, and he's like, "I noticed some damage on your chassis. Was wondering if you might want a bit of a repair for it." Uh, it's all cosmetic damage. There's nothing really wrong. It's just a little bent. I haven't really. Ah, 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 ah. First impressions are the most important impression. Now, you are the sole adult at this camp right now. You want to give off a very proper, professional appearance, okay? Give me a diplomacy check. I would love to give you a diplomacy check. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thirty-one. Fuck. Ooh. Okay. Uh. <laughs> You don't read body language, but uh, the the kind of tilt of his shoulder area as he uh, as he steps over to a a wheelie stool and uh, sits down, and uh, you're going to use uh, some repair tools to uh, pimp his chassis. I am. Okay. I have so many tools for this. <laughs> Very well. Uh, this will take some time. So this will, you know, 
he is quite dinged up, uh, especially around the uh, the head area. Uh, give me uh, an engineering check. Uh, okay. Brasha pulls his goggles down, whips his toolkit out. Toolkit out. Uh, toolcat. 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 Yeah. yeah. Well, isn't that what he is? Toolcat. <laughs> Pretty much. Such as that's Occam. <laughs> uh, let's see. Engineering seventeen on the die. Plus three, so dirty twenty. Plus fourteen for thirty-four. Plus two for micro goggles, thirty-six. Um. Do I hear forty? Do I hear forty? Going once. Uh, going I could twice. re-roll that the, check, but I don't think I should. The the toolkit. What I don't know all the math you just used, but the toolkit does a plus four. So is there a plus four you're missing from that math? Uh, I hadn't added it in yet. I thought it was a plus two. So yeah, that is a dirty 40. <laughs> dirty 40. Congrats on not rolling a 40 on a 20. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so this will take some time. Uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to kind of depart from you a bit. Uh, but for the rest of you that are uh, on the surface of the planet, uh, you start hearing uh, mechanic were torch cutting sounds and uh the tally and lemon you're still over by the uh the three children yeah. and uh hearing this racket they all kind of like shrink and they start to to get scared they uh all, all wrap themselves around both you and lemon tally it's okay i mean i'm sure it's somebody's just doing some work that's all that none of them can say anything they're gripping you tightly uh lemon your priestly robes uh if they weren't already have gotten uh more and more covered with mud as these uh 12 to 48 inch uh people are gripping you that's not going to be an issue um okay. so We uh, just to recap, they they haven't seen another. You haven't seen any other signs of these people for what two weeks? You said, or their their relatives and or assailants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the event happened two weeks ago. They've been on their own. Fort and Brass has been taking care of things, has been tidying up, and has been uh, seeing to their care. Um, I wanna, all right. I was gonna say I want to pluck the one that's clinging to me or wants to cling to me and have it cling on lemon because I want to go over to that damn pit. Uh, yeah, lemon uh, tally. If you want to kind of free yourself from the uh, the grip of uh, the the tallest Isoki Chim, uh, you know, if you start to move at all, she's she doesn't really have the strength. <laughs> she could she couldn't do shit if she needed to. Uh, you can you can step away and uh, go over to the hole. Basically, I'll say to Chim as I gently extricate her off. I'll be like, I want to go look at the hole, and you already said you really didn't want to go there. So. Uh, yeah, she, she, she'll, yeah, she'll. Uh, Stay with Uncle leap, Lemon. Yeah, leap away from you and uh, immediately uh, uh, go next to uh, Lemon. So, yeah. All right, I'm just going to go, like, I'll be right back so that I. At least I think. I'm assuming I'm just going to be right back and something's not going to come out and grab me. Uh, so I go over. Move me. I'm going to go over the pit. 
And I'm going to okay. start looking around for any tracks or any anything sure. that may have got missed and look and see how far down I see and such. Well, you have dark vision of 60 feet. Yep. So you look down and uh, Akin with his uh, pathetic little flashlight and string combination couldn't see as far as you can. <laughs> but uh, you see that it's it's a 20 foot wide at the widest. Widest. Uh, and further down it goes, you start to see uh, chunks of metal kind of embedded in the, the sides here and there. And you can kind of start to make out. Give me a perception check as you're looking down. Oh boy, because I'm so good at this. Eight. Okay, yeah. Uh, you, you start to see, uh, you look at like the dead center of this whole area and you see that uh, it looks to be, now that you have been kind of briefed on what's been going on, you do kind of see that the shape of the bits of metal that were embedded mm-hmm. definitely look like they belong to another one of these containers but you don't see much else uh you don't hear anything else um and yeah, yeah so I, I don't see i don't see any tracks of something that would have made this you know like if i had gears or wheels or something that was pulling it down uh yep no you don't see anything like that drag mark any uh nope. and I it's wanna... been two weeks so uh the yeah. the any signs of, uh, and with this rain, you don't see any particular signs that stick out as to uh, the cause of the damage here. I want, I'm like trying to tell I got away from everybody. Don't jump in, don't jump in. That would be really bad. Don't jump in, don't jump <laughs> in. Uh, but I still want to jump in. Um, I'm just gonna, I'll, I'll come back and hang out with the okay. kids and the but I really want to go in. Sure. So uh, about this time, it's uh, enough time has passed, you know, with the investigation and conversations and stuff. It's, you know, you look up and it's about what the midday is for here. Um, the the storm clouds don't really let up. They're still kind of roiling above you. But uh, unless Akim went so high up that you can't see the ship, you can still see the ship kind of just hanging out. And uh, on the ship, Akim, uh, Karina walks up behind you. Hey, what's up? Uh, nothing, Akim. I just wanted to make sure you were all right and you weren't going to run away. And she kind of raises her eyebrow at you. No, I'm not running away. But we... is this, the other sheep got sucked into a hole in the ground. I figured that's going to be harder if we're not on the ground. What do you make of everything down there? I'm not sure. It'd take a hell of a lot of something to tear a ship into a hole like that. It was leaving behind pieces, so it broke it apart as it went. Okay, so at this point, I need to make a, maybe a, a clarification. So these shipping containers are not very powerful. These shipping containers are just flimsy metal carriages that were assembled together inside of a hole's, uh, a starship's hull. Uh, around the entire camp uh, kind of sporadically placed were the uh, whole plates but these are little more than simple metal cages so, so they didn't have a ship no so maybe I didn't explain it so they took a ship that was made up all of these things together when they got to the planet 
the ship broke apart like oh. a megazord. Yeah. God. And and then okay. they have distinct chambers to uh, operate different things. So you've you've explored the garage, okay. family quarters, yeah, hydroponics and sample lab or a sample storage lab. So yeah. Okay. Uh, you do know that pulling one of these down, yeah, that would take something. But digging into a starship is uh, uh, an order of magnitude much higher than what has happened here. Still, we have no idea what we're up against, so rather not sure. put yeah, either. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to talk to you out of anything. Of course, yeah. I just I don't want. I want you to make sure. Your actions are made with all the information your characters would have. So, okay. yes, you aren't you aren't doing a dumb here. You are being overly cautious, which is fine. So, but you're flying up here, uh, unless you're going to be uh, continually moving around. I'm going to need you to give me a pilot check to uh, maintain steady course. Basically, a starship hover check. Oh, I was just going to set it to autopilot. I don't know if his ship has an autopilot. We've already established that. Yeah, it does. Oh, yeah, we did. Okay, yeah, it does. Yeah, Sorry, it I was, does. I was, uh, I was building a, a uh, society legal starship the other day, and uh, autopilot is definitely a thing uh, you have to spend money on. But, yeah, for our purposes, yeah, it has autopilot. My bad. All right. Well, I mean, if if not, like, like if you want somebody to, to pilot it, I can leave Karina up here. I mean, if I can talk to you as a, a guy that would like to have the party all together, um, <laughs> kind of, yeah. But uh, if, if this yeah, is I mean, I, I fully intended to go back down, but I was going to use okay. my ship as a go-between. Gotcha. Okay, so the, so, so, uh, the Brazar encounter will be the uh, Galleon and uh, the Skull and Tones is the dinghy. <laughs> that wasn't meant to be insulting. I, my Your ship does more damage and it's faster. <laughs> so, <laughs> wait, what's more damage? He's gonna fucking nuke. Nukes aren't the be all end all in Starfinder. No, no they're, they're not. really at the not. Yeah, <laughs> it, it sounds great, but they... nukes are like you know, eh, that's pretty good, but yeah, you know, uh, when you, I guess, when you, like, I guess you my know... big weapon is a swing, huh? Yep. So. The tactical nuclear missile does 5d8 damage, which isn't bad, and it does do irradiation, oh. but it's only got a limit fire of 5. So it can oh, only fire... Mine only deals one 1d20. But you can fire all day long. He gets 5 shots, and his ship is uh, okay. target practice. So, okay, a, yeah. That's a joke there, so... Is, is, is that your only weapon, Russia? No, I have a light laser cannon, I think. What? Oh, okay. I thought you said no. you only had one weapon. No, I, I've got a light laser cannon. Okay. Uh, God, I mean, it would really suck to have five shots. These it's, things not take that. Usually you cannot wrap it up in five rounds. Yeah, it's not a turret, and it's like the minimum <laughs> damage for a starship. Oh, God. So, so you know... Yeah, it doesn't really pack a punch. It's more for hauling and making shit. Yeah, I have I have a two d six weapon and a one d twenty weapon. 
We yep. need to make some money to put some better weapons on this thing. There's mechanics for that. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> uh, so Akim, you're up in the ship with Karina. Uh, what do you want to do now? Uh, do you think you can keep the uh, keep this one up here and make sure that it doesn't, you know, get reduced to ash or some shit like Russia thinks it's going to? I'm going to use the skull and tongues to go back and forth between and keep uh, keep all of you up here for the most part. Of course, Akim. I will keep in a uh, radius to where I can be at your location within the hour, but I will keep moving so as not to draw attention. Alright, thank you. Uh, be careful, okay? If we, you know, if we all blow up or something, just get out of here, okay? Here, take this with you. And she's going to unsling Karina the gun so you have uh, that. So I'm going to leave a shard in the rifle so I will know. I don't know how far down you're going to have to go, but this will keep us in contact right. if uh, communications don't. And if I suppose if you completely lose any connection, you know, you'll know, I guess. Yes. Uh, would you like the other weapons as well? Uh, no, I'm good. Uh, well, maybe the needler. We'll, we might need that. Okay. She gives you the needler and the rifle, but you're going to leave her with the whip? Yeah. Okay. Board up in the skull and tones. I, I tell uh, Karina the ship the same thing. Stay off the ground. Stay safe. Mm -hmm. Stick yep. with. Uh, Keep stick with the other ship. Right on. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, Lemon Tally. Let's uh, let's <laughs> let's touch base with you. You uh, you had the kids kind of you know held against you. Uh, you don't hear screams. Uh, the hobgoblins <laughs> you know do a jolt when the uh, the sounds start. But uh, they, they recognize the sounds and they just keep going on their kind of patrols. They're not doing like, they're not efficient soldiers. So they're not doing like a perfect century kind of thing. But they're both kind of like looping around. And Koof really fucking hates Sig. So he's uh, keeping his distance <laughs> uh, from him anyway. But uh, what are you guys thinking and feeling right now? I want to go down that fucking hole. Fair. Fair, fair. Yeah, I'm thinking at this point, the only thing we should be doing is probably investigating further. Mm -hmm. um, but it is difficult to do that with very little information. In, in reality, we don't have a lot of info. No, yep. we don't. That's fair. Yeah. So do you want to have a team meeting? Uh... Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Okay, sure, so when I'll, everybody I'll, gets I'll, back. I'll, yep, I'll turn the clocks a little bit forward. Uh, Brasha, while you're repairing uh, Fort and Brass, you're, you, you, you start, you know, taking the dings out, straightening things here and there, and uh, everyone kind of starts to gather. At this point, Occam has landed. Uh, he's got he's got the needler pistol you gave uh, specifically to. Karina, and he's got uh, his big ass rifle on him. Uh, the the hobgoblins are kind of looping around as you're 
hard at work. Maybe sometimes you'll see uh, with your keen perception. Uh, <laughs> they're just walking around, just keeping patrol. Uh, the, the kids have all put themselves to bed. Uh, they were looking. It, it's It's been a day. Uh, and the, the kids are very young. So you're all gathered kind of near the garage as uh, you're putting the buff job on the uh, on the SRO. Yeah, so it, it's been a, like a couple hours at this point, right? Yeah, you guys, well, the, the, the repairs didn't take hours. All told, you've been on the surface for a couple hours, yeah. Right, right. It's yeah. about 2 p.m. Yeah. So the kids are taking a nap. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing they haven't slept in a while. The kids, uh, yeah, or at least slept well. Definitely, yeah. They they definitely uh, are kind of you know whoever puts them to bed. Fort and Brass is uh pretty busy at this point, so I'm thinking maybe Lemon or Tally might have uh helped them yeah. to bed. Yeah, or both. Yep, that's fine. Sure. Uh, yep, they're put to bed. You know, they're they start dozing off. The the two little ones haven't said a single word. Um, but uh, uh Chim, you know, is encouraged to have someone here to protect her and uncle 40 uh but uncle 40 is uh currently getting the final uh layers of polish and turtle wax applied uh brasha as you're kind of like you know doing final touches you're getting around his head it, it's got that kind of bug zappery center bit uh and you see in the like the collarbone area as you're like doing final touches in the back of his head you see uh, a, a four inch barb kind of embedded in his uh, neck area well that's certainly something you got the thing here I I don't know what you mean I kind of like tap on his neck with the with like a screwdriver and go there's a thing here some sort of a uh, barb. Definitely doesn't seem to match the rest of your M.O. Uh, looking at it, uh, Brasha, give me a uh, life science check. Can I do life science? Yes. <laughs> Woo! Uh, 25. Okay. Uh, looking at this, it definitely looks like it came off of something living. This isn't a barb of a tumbleweed. This is a barb of a uh, venomous uh, extrusion from some sort of limb. I'll delicately pull it out from his systems. Uh and uh kind of show it to him like quirk and eyebrow like recognize anything like this no not at all i've not been around anything that is where they struck me that must be part of them and you look at it with the 25 you know that uh, this thing has venom this thing is a uh, venomous barb uh uh, it can be venomous, rather, but this is kind of like the uh, the injector point of it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right. Let's rally the troops. Okay. Brasha will walk out of uh, 
Tech Lab A, looking noticeably poofier than normal. Why? Because uh, that's what happens when he uses his uh, his Electra skin, charged skin. Oh. <laughs> you mean static electric? You mean static electricity poof? Yeah. yeah oh yeah. God, your hair is standing on it. Yeah. All over. Um, very nice. I get 10 charges of uh, electricity per day in my skin, and I use it mostly to power my tools. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> you, you made such a specific-ass character, and I love it. So, okay, yeah, at this point, everyone is, uh, has been tended to. The, the day is it's middle of the afternoon. Occam is back. Uh, the kids are put uh, to nap, put down for a nap. Yeah, I know. As soon as I said it, I... Yeah, uh, but the, the rest of you gather, and uh, Fort and Brass is following you. The hobgoblins kind of like give you know when they, when they walk by you, they're, uh, they they give like a curt nod each time. Koof uh, is still a little scowly, but uh, Sig is uh, happy uh, to patrol in fresh air. But uh, yeah, the rest of you, Brasha walks up, holding between uh, his puffy fingers, um, a four inch curved barb. Uh, and everyone um, give me a life science check, actually. Yeah. Uh, I can't. I don't have it. Okay. That's fine. That's going to be a 29. Okay. Uh, with a 29, you know that it looks very similar to what Formians have. Yeah, I had a feeling. About a 15. And uh, why don't you uh, enlighten the listeners and players what the Formians are? So... Um, in fact, most most of the individuals here should actually know what the Formians are as well, since they are a fairly common race within the pack worlds. Um, they are a insectile race that uh, <laughs> inhabits a few worlds, uh, but the most common one that people know about is um, they inhabit uh, Castrovel. In fact, until recently, there was actually a very large war uh, between the Castrovellians and the Formians. Um, and more recently, they actually signed a treaty. I do not know the details of the treaty myself. Needless to say, they are aren't bug they people. Like, aren't they like ants? I, I thought they were like giant ants. Yes, they are. They kind of like ants. They have a similar social structure where yeah. they have a queen. This is a scenario you can play for the official sanction play where you can unlock the race deals. That's right. Yep. Uh, so yeah, remember the no. name of it. Yep, the four means they are a pretty common race. Uh, with that, okay, I was just about to share that exact picture. Uh, that is a what uh, a four mean looks like. Uh, they are insectoid, just like you said. They have, uh, with your 29, I'll just kind of fill in some of the blanks that uh, Lemon and everyone would kind of know. Um, insectoid, uh, telepathy, uh, some of them do have venomous stingers. And you do know that they were uh, a, a very hard-fought war among the Lashunta and Elves on Castroville for a good long while. And yeah, that's what you see. And in fact, that's what you all see standing at the brim of the pit. Three of them looking at you. Wearing mass holding mass-produced rifles, and standing behind them is uh, a much larger one. 
this one. Uh, so while the other ones kind of look like, think, uh, well, standard Sheeran with a little bit of extra, kind of buggy, but not uh, totally uh, strange looking. Uh, four legs, kind of a abdomen that descends down. And behind them, you see a much larger one standing uh, much higher. Uh, it's got four limbs and uh, a lot of bristles. And this is what you see standing behind you. And in your minds, you hear, come with us. And I need all of you to give me will saves. Oh, no. <laughs> because you know. Next time on Hex Grid Heroes. Oh! 